At Alma, we know the connection between you and your therapist matters. But if you're already feeling stressed and burnt out, the idea of trying to find a therapist you really connect with can be overwhelming. That's why Alma's focused on helping you find the right therapist for you. When you browse their online directory, you can filter by the qualities that are most important to you. Then book free 15-minute consultations with any therapist you're interested in seeing. And because 95% of therapists at Alma accept insurance, you can find care that's affordable too. You want to talk to someone, but not just anyone. Alma is there to help you find the right fit. Visit helloalma.com slash therapy30 to schedule a free consultation today. That's helloalma.com slash therapy30. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Get an all-access experience with player interviews, exclusive practice information, and post-game analysts with the source you can't find anywhere else. This is South Philly Sauce, hosted by Flyers Game Day host Ashlyn Sullivan and Philly sports radio legend Al Morganti. I was watching NHL Network, and they were talking about the Flyers being the biggest surprise in hockey right now. And that the winner of that game was going to be the biggest surprise in hockey because two teams that have very much overseed expectations, but the Flyers wanted him. They're number one now. Yeah, during our pregame show, we mentioned that they'd become a big story in the NHL that um, Tortorella has become a big story on what he's done with them, how they're playing hard every night, beating good teams, playing well on the road. So it's not just Philadelphia that's taken some notice. In fact, there may be, may, there may be more notice around the league than in Philadelphia, mm-hmm. where the so difficult with the Eagles' shadow to, yeah. to get into anything. But uh, I think throughout the league, it's like, this is not, uh, this is not make-believe here. Uh, this team is playing very hard, very hard, to, even when they lose a game, very hard to beat. And now with the overtime success that they've had and their veterans playing better, uh, Couturier particularly, it's like people are starting to go, hmm, I wonder, are they going to, they may just stick right through the season. Yeah. And the Flyers can't fight the Philadelphia thing. I mean, <laughs> I, I can't help but think, okay, give it till past February when football season's over and you have that sweet spot of, no football and before spring training where the Flyers can really capitalize here in Philadelphia. That's when you want the Flyers yeah. to be really good because I just I don't think you can fight that Eagles fight even if they're playing poorly. Yeah, but I didn't I did notice I get more questions just, you know, going around town whatever on yeah. what goes on. People watching pregame post now if you did watch the pregame and postgame. I mean, I I'm not, you know, with my arm, I'm not exactly a, just a, a fashion plate. But Scott Hartnell was wearing, I've never seen anything like this. Like he was wearing plastic shoes. Oh uh, I mean, I mean, I don't know if that gives him riz or whatever it's called. <laughs> I mean, he had plastic shoes. It was like he had Crocs, Crocs crossed with like dock sides or something. He had plastic uh, loafers uh, on. And <laughs> so when we, on our shows, rarely do you see our feet. So a lot of times we're wearing. Thank God. Yeah. We're wearing <laughs> slippers or sandals until we have to go on the standing set. And then we have to put nice shoes on. So I went and put my heels on. And Scott came on set with those stupid loafers. I was like, like, you can't wear those on TV. And he said, watch me. Well, and no, because like he's, a tra- he's a trendsetter. I'm sure no, we win. They, they when, were ugly. When, 
Within two years, everybody be wearing these things. I've looked at them and go, well, I'm old. So I'm like, I guess maybe I just don't know. And I'm like, they look like plastic shoes to me. I'm like, they weren't plastic like, shoes. One of, like one of his kids got like a, some, some toy and he took them and put them on his feet. <laughs> But I guess they're cool. Yeah, I refrain. So, but what I'm saying is, people watching now in the pre, they're watching us. They're they're watching the team a little bit, a bit more though. It's nowhere near the Eagles level, but paying attention. Like, it starts. You just see and you see a score. You come in and go, and then I think what really helps Ashlyn is the coach. Mm-hmm. You you can't wait to see what is he going to say about about what's going on. I mean, he calls people out and he holds people accountable, and uh, he's he's really become. And it's not, it's not entertainment, so to speak, but it's a real insight mm-hmm. in, into coaching on what he's doing. So I think it's been, it's a real good mix right now. It is. And if you watched post game last night, you saw in Swartz's presser how Flyers, we thought, played well, played a yeah. complete game. I mean, there were some mistakes, but they had four goals. They had great offensive movement, some defensive mistakes. And Torts was top five least unhappy I've seen him all year. Yeah, there's nothing like doing a post game before the coach comes on. And um, it's Scott and I saying it's pretty good effort. It looked like from beginning to end, connect the dots. And then the coach comes on and he's got his finger in his ear, cleaning, you know, cleaning out his ear and saying, yeah, not a good one. I'm pretty, not really impressing. So Scott played and I've covered him enough. And it's like, I see what's coming here. He doesn't want him to get full of themselves. It's difficult to point out some mistakes um, after a loss. You don't want to jump on people necessarily, but after a win, you can point out some mistakes that were made. And you know, during the game, during the game uh, between periods, we said, "Well, Konechny made a big mistake on one shorthanded situation, but then scores a shorthanded goal." So the question then becomes: Is I'm waiting post game. I go, "Is he gonna? Is he gonna point out the mistake and the goal, or just the goal? Mm-hmm. The two goals because yeah, he had two. two uh, and it's like, sure enough." He brings up, yeah, but he made a mistake on the one. But the key is connecting with interviewed between periods, and he pointed out his mistake before. Mm-hmm. So the message is clearly getting through. It's just, as a viewer, you're, you're all excited the Flyers win, the coach comes on and goes, eh, well, you know, no style points for this one. Yeah. <laughs> And I can't blame him because I take it as, well, one, he's never going to allow the Flyers to get too yeah. high Comfortable. on themselves. No, never. <laughs> I mean, he's never going to say they're playing well, and he's never going to predict wins. But I took it as, if you make the mistakes that you made without the offensive progression, you're going to get killed. You're going to yeah. get killed in Carolina. You're going to get killed in Nashville. You're going to get killed in Colorado, which is the next game coming yeah. up. So I took it almost as like a pump the brakes. If we make this mistake the next game, we're gonna lose. Yeah, we're playing Colorado. He just yeah. what doesn't want you don't want a comfort level to seep in. Now he does give him credit. I mean, he's seen the team had guts before. Um, that's not the word he used, but he he said. <laughs> but I mean, he he does when he when he's really impressed. Like okay, but it's funny. It, it he'll come out like that if he thinks his team is being unfairly criticized. Yeah. Then he will go over the top in uh, how beautiful they're playing, how wonderful they're playing, how hard they're playing, whatever. But you know, he just doesn't want this to. And I've seen it happen too often. Like teams. In, in hockey, there's a like, you'll start to win and cheat a little bit. Mm-hmm. And you'll see it come and go, oh boy, they're going to have to pay for this eventually. And then sure enough, they'll come that game where the, everything falls apart. And he's just, he knows he doesn't have the high level talent to get away with that. So you have to kind of keep everybody's skate blades on the ice. Yeah. And they don't have the stars. You know, they don't, can't afford to make mistakes because they don't have players that can bail them out that 
Right. What was the game we were just talking about? Now I can't remember. We were talking about this and making that point for that team that, oh, it was the Penguins. Penguins. Saying, <laughs> you know, they made so many mistakes, but it took 30 seconds because Boom. they have a roster like they do to turn it around. Yeah. Flyers don't have that luxury. They don't, but they do have the luxury of uh, knowing that they have to be at nearly 100% every game. Yeah. And so they have that quote luxury if you will yeah and it can also be a curse because now you wonder when you look at the metro standings the flyers are now second place you know as of right now would make the playoffs if it ended today but that's the question is okay well it's only december and how long can you actually keep this going consistently to stay in it and actually end up the season in second place well the one luxury if you want to call it a luxury they have is the goaltender yeah and that is a uh, game changer in terms of a game where you might not be playing well. And they also have, and it's not a luxury, it's just effort of uh, shot blocking. Mm -hmm. So as long as that doesn't go away. Well, Torres isn't going to allow the shot blocking. Shot blocking won't, but but (laughs) the goalie, you know, goalies can, you know, you can have a bad week, so to speak. But if not, I mean, if they continue this, like goaltenders hide a lot of stuff. It, it's amazing what what they can do. Like, and you can take a team. It's like you really don't know how good they are because the goaltending hides a lot. It's mm-hmm. it, it plays so well. The, the the Devils had a whole year where they had a goaltender that played well. They weren't really good, but the goaltender played well. So the Flyers now have that combination where they're actually playing really well and the goaltender's playing yeah. well. So I think as long as that holds up, I'm not saying that it, it's certainly still a fifty fifty in terms of you're going to be there at the end. But I think they'll be sticking around because that whole division and conference is still bunched together. Yeah. I think the one thing that will hurt them, and we see this probably two to three times a game, but the goals overshadow it, the goaltending overshadows it, but Torts never is afraid to point it out, is the defensive liabilities. The bonehead plays <laughs> on defense. And there's one or two a game where you look and you go, oh my gosh, how did that happen? That's, I think, is what is going to end up catching up to you if you can't fix it. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at marines.com. Yeah, those are the ghastly turnovers that yeah. you have by good players um, often. Yeah. yeah, just a, a pass. Where's that pass? Why can't you just knock it off the off the glass and get it out? And you get troubles coming in that way. And that's where your goaltender covers up. Right. If you make a mistake like that, that's where the goaltender has to cover up. And that's why he, when he benched Faraby a week ago, whatever it was, because you have a mistake being made and you have to have safety you have to have your your teammates back in that situation mm-hmm. and that but if you don't and we've seen other teams go through it too it's like oh my god what a mess and that's what happens and that's where if you have elite goaltending you just say okay he, he saved us and now we'll go and we got a second third fourth life because of the goalie yeah it definitely overshadows all of the mistakes and if you have weak goaltending yeah. it puts a spotlight on everything that's bad with your if you team. have weak goaltending you you can have a very good team and it doesn't even matter. Doesn't matter. I mean, we've seen yeah. it throughout the league now. Edmonton, what Edmonton and Carolina would give to have the Flyers goaltending right now, I mean, that's, it. they'd be like Stanley Cup, well, they're already like contenders, sort of, but they'd be, but they'd be way like, oh yeah, be yeah. like, oh my, look at that. There's no, there's no hole. There's no weakness. Yeah. And that's why I'm so curious 
now, I mean, we're not close enough yet to the trade deadline, but you're seeing stuff on Twitter and conversations, okay, of, of who the Flyers would, would shop at that point. And that's why I'm so curious what happens with Sam Harrison. Because you could, at this point, I think, get a lot of resources for him. But the Flyers, I would think, want to keep him. Yeah, but the, you're not – goaltenders are funny. They will get a lot of money as a free agent. But they rarely bring what they should in a trade. Mm-hmm. Because of what – you don't know. It's it's like we think he's really good, but what happens if he's not? I mean, it's yeah. <laughs> we can't give up that much. Yet to, to yeah, it's like, you, but it's funny. You can get a back – like Ayrson, you get a backup goaltender. If, if you think that's that's what you need to go in, I think he maybe could be a number one somewhere. Mm-hmm. We'll see if he gets more playing time. But that's what you're looking for. That would be the guy you'd say. Well, look at what what we got here. Maybe they're not. He's not getting used there, and we could we could get him. But I don't think the Flyers are. In, it's so early to to look at the trade market. I mean, I know it's fun. It, you know what they could get is Connecty going to be somewhere? Is it, you know they've got um, they've got defensemen that you know, how hard is it to find a good defenseman? Mm-hmm. So you finally have a guy that's on the right hand shot that can really fly, and you Walker and you're thinking, oh wait, flip him. I'm like, why is everybody so ready to flip everybody? Yeah. It's it's not even the first of the year yet. The guy's barely been here a couple months. Well, and you're not going to really get anything until toward the trade deadline because it costs less money on the um, against the salary cap later mm-hmm. in the season. And I, you know, players can say it's part of the system, part of the game, part of your career. But I don't know. I wouldn't want my name floated out there December right 1st. Yeah. Before you have to go through everything. On, I mean, I, if you're sealer, I understand. It's like, okay, what a great piece he'd be. But I actually think this is a locker room that's starting to think, well, why not us to go in? Maybe, maybe we just accelerated things so far here that we stay together through the season. And that's... The point is when you get to the trade deadline, are you at the point where you're succeeding and you're still at the top of the Metro and now you don't want to screw it up? No. You know, now fans are all about trading now. What happens if they're still winning and you you trade away Aristo or a Konechny, you know, a solid piece? And you're like, what, what are you doing? We're yeah. winning now. And that's that's that line they're going to have to, to walk. And that's why, they're such an, that's why they're such an interesting franchise right now. They are. Because they're going to be, they're, so they're the going to be like a, at the trade deadline. They're going to be really interesting on what they're going to do. Mm-hmm. They have pieces that are very uh, valued by other teams, but should be valued by themselves. Um, they've got a coach that is kind of like part of the. All coaches are sort of part of the front office, but Tortorella seems a bit more on where they're going in the future. So that's going to be a real tough call. But if they keep winning, making the playoffs to me is is critical because just for fan interest to come in just get in and in hockey it's not like it's not like there's teams was one team there was a coach sutter once said if he, he had a draw against colorado in the first round says well that's eight weeks of your life wasted trying to play them in the first round i don't think that's the case anymore mm-hmm. especially here i mean with the goaltending you have if you ever got in it's a it's a great boost. You, yeah. It's a great boost in fan interest. It's a great boost in expectations for the future. So I know they're planning ahead for two to three years, but if this thing can be accelerated, I'm all for just stepping on the gas and accelerating. Well, I think it is accelerated. I think it already is accelerated because I mean, we, we were not expecting to be in December talking about standings and talking about <laughs> this point. You know, maybe, you know, that they were like yeah. near the bottom and could they sneak their way back up, but not second place in December. No, and I, I, and I think what's um, 
kind of accelerated it more is the deceleration of some teams. Nobody thought Jersey was going to struggle the way they have. Certainly nobody thought Pittsburgh was going to struggle the way they had. So there's teams that, that and Buffalo is really struggling going on. Ottawa. Uh, so that, I think, has, has helped that the Flyers haven't fallen the way they have.